You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Red Circle as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Five Reasons YouTube channel. You may be watching us there. Make sure you hit like and subscribe because you get plenty of content Beyond just the Miami Heat, also the Dolphins, Marlins, Panthers, Hurricanes, and all the other teams in town. Also, check out 5reasonsports.com. Make sure you spell that one out. We do not have a paywall. And the great sponsors of the 5 Reasons Sports Network, that includes Miami Gaming Parties. This is a new company. This is a great new concept. They basically plan a party for you, a private custom video game tournament for gamers and their lucky guests. It's truly custom. You pick the game in the package, premium or black tie VIP for 8 to 16 people. They bring everything from the PS5s to trophies for the winners. You can play at home or at a venue of your choosing, and they do a free on-site consultation. It's perfect for birthday parties, bachelor parties, anniversaries, corporate events, anything that you want to celebrate. Go to www.miamigamingparties.com. That's www.miamigamingparties.com. Mention five reasons. When you do, plan your gaming party today. And now, tonight's episode. Down to this game. Yeah, uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buffett said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop in one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and at Five Reasons Sports. We've got Brady Hawk. You can follow him at Brady Hawk 305 Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander and Alex Toledo. You can follow at Tropical Blanket. We are still sort of in the afterglow of one of the all-time great upsets in NBA history and certainly one of the greatest upsets, if not the greatest upset in Miami Heat history is they win against the Milwaukee Bucks four games to one to the point that now the Bucks are basically being broken up. Nobody can mention that actually the Heat did it to them. Everything was about the Bucks today uh, in the national media space and everything's going to be about the Knicks going forward, but that's okay. We're about the Heat here. We're going to talk about them and we're going to talk about the direction that a lot of their players go now because 
we were very focused, obviously, on what needed to happen against the Bucks to have a chance, an outside chance to win that series, not thinking they would win the series in five games. Um, and, and to do so when it's not like everybody on the roster played at an all-star level, but it seems like everybody on the roster that played did something at some point. And you look at the last game, uh, Gabe Vincent, uh, Kevin Love were two of the unsung heroes, Kyle Lowry in the first half. You look at the previous game, it was Caleb Martin. There were moments for Cody Zeller. There were, Just throughout the series, Haywood Highsmith uh, had a stint that was important. And, of course, uh, well, Bam, Jimmy goes without question, but also Bam and his defense in the fourth quarter and his aggression in the fourth quarter and overtime. So we're going to try to put the Bucks behind us here for a second. We focus on them enough. And we're going to look ahead to the New York Knicks. The series starts Sunday in New York at 1 o'clock. Game 2 is, is Tuesday. I will be at both games uh, at Madison Square Garden. I apologize to everyone in advance for that. I can tell you I did cover a lot of heat wins in that building. Um, so maybe this will be another heat win. And we are going to do a little bit of nostalgia over the next couple of days. We'll get to that probably tomorrow. Uh, get into some of the nostalgia for the Heat Knicks series. I can say I covered all four years um, and every game. Uh, home and road. All four years, it was a total, I guess, of 26 games because it was a five-game series, I think, and three seven-game series, all of which went the distance. We will never see that again. Um, and I and will probably never see the type of rancor between two teams, two teams that were so evenly matched, and yet Miami found a way to lose three out of four, even though they were the higher seed in all four. Um, and so we'll get into a lot of that background as we go forward, and I'm trying to bring in a special guest who is there for all of it. But we do want to look ahead to the current Knicks team and kind of where this stands as far as individual players. And so we're going to go through them one by one, kind of what they did against the Bucks and what will be necessary against the Knicks. So let's start at the top. Jimmy Butler averaged 37, well, 38 points, basically, in that series. Highest scoring series in the Miami Heat history, ahead of, uh, Dwayne Wade's uh, finals, 34.7 points against Dallas in the finals, and then LeBron James's series against the Boston Celtics in 2012, uh, the, the uh, Eastern Conference semifinals. All-time series. Knicks are going to play him a little bit differently. I'll start with you here, Brady. What, is, what do they need from Jimmy that is different in any way than we saw against Milwaukee? Maybe try to get 60 instead of 50. I mean, I don't know. I, it feels like like Jimmy at this point is they're going to need everything that he can provide. Like, it's really that simple. And they, and now that we're past that series and the fact that we, we talk about the, the non-adjustments that were made against Jimmy Butler, that he was just able to just do things on an island against anybody. Like, it wasn't even the fact that he was picking certain matchups. He just, whoever you threw at him one-on-one, he was just able to dice him up. Tibbs knows Jimmy Butler. He is not going to allow him just pick apart just one-on-one matchups probably this entire series. So we would expect certain doubles. We would expect certain stuff in that way. But it's weird because, as you would know, Jimmy's the one different player on this list of players we're going to talk about that I, I our expectation is, is probably what we're going to see. And, and it's a wild thing to say at this stage. But, like, you know what you're going to get from Jimmy, but, like, you also don't know what you're going to get from Jimmy in a sense because he could just blow your expectations out of the water. And he could do that type of thing. But in terms of the difference in the way that you would – something you would expect to change, I guess, in this series, is I think the the one thing you may ask for him to do differently is to try to shut the water off on Jalen Brunson. I think that they're going to look to Jimmy a little bit more defensively in a different manner because we saw – I thought one of the most underrated parts of this series for Jimmy Butler was the things he did to Giannis. 
Like we we I've talked about it all day today, the stuff that Bam did to him in that fourth quarter, because I thought that was just incredible. And we'll get to that in a minute. But Jimmy was guarding him a lot too. And Jimmy was hitting lanes and he was doing things help-wise. He was doing so many things defensively, but it's gonna be different because he's not gonna be sizing up in this series as much. He's gonna be sizing down. He's gonna be guarding the Jalen Brunson. He's gonna be trying to play in these little passing lanes of the guards. So that would kind of be the one shift. Uh, and I think the one theme we're gonna continue to come back to as we as we go kind of talk about individual players is the scheme is going to be a little bit different as well because they're going to have to get some rebounds. Cause I was even looking at some of the numbers here where, where the Knicks, man, they just offensive rebound wise are just blowing everybody out of the water in the playoffs. Like they are going to absolutely cl- crash the glass. Miami's done enough of a job. It feels like rebounding wise, like they've, they've done decent enough. And that's why Kevin loves going to stay in the starting lineup. I believe in the Knicks series, but you're not gonna be able to do the stuff like that. We've seen in the past where Bam's switching out into Brunson while it's fun. And he's going to lock him up. Brunson's going to get a shot up and Mitchell Robinson's getting that board and putting it back down. So they're going to need Jimmy to be able to do that stuff on, on Jalen Brunson to start games, especially because Caleb Martin, and we'll get to him in a minute as well, not to throw out all these players, is going to be important in this series. But I don't think he's able to start. He's not going to be starting the first couple of minutes of this game to guard Jalen Brunson. They're going to need Jimmy on him. So offensively, you want the same. You want similar, I guess, shot profile. Defensively is kind of the shift I'm looking for. All right, let's go to the next one. I'm not going to let everybody jump in on the same player here. So uh, let's go, Greg. I'm going to go to you on this one because I always go to Alex on this one. I'm going to give Alex somebody else. Greg, bam. What, what do we need to see that's different from the last series? Make the easy shots that we know he's capable of making, frankly. Like, that's the thing that I just um, – I, I don't – I'm not going to expect him as he's nursing the injury, getting round the clock treatment uh, for me to say, oh, he needs to go out there and average a triple double or, you know, go, you know, get a uh, catching alley oops over guys. Like, I don't know that that's physically in the cards right now, but what he can do is uh, not hit the side of the backboard when he's shooting. And like, you know, like there was just like a, you could see that he was thinking about taking those shots. And so I would just say that him playing uh, as free as possible is a big part of this. And then it's going to boil down to him playing uh, a primary role along with Kevin Love in keeping these guys off the glass because Brady hit on it. Like that's the thing that they're going to do. It's going to be about point of attack defense and protecting the offensive glass. Two things that Miami has struggled with at times. So there are lofty challenges and Bam just, he ties the defense together. So I just feel like um, this is again, a series where, uh, provided the shooting stays as it's been, which is a float, then you don't need Bam to get 26 every game. You may need him to get that in a game or two. It's a lot It more has to do with, um, I would be watching the rebound column for, for, and I hate to just point at one stat because that's very simplifying, but they're going to need K-Love and him to rebound. Alex, Kyle Lowry. Hmm. That's a tough one. I wasn't prepared for that. I thought you were going to ask me about Gabe or Love. I guess for Lowry, like I think he showed you that in spurts, he can still give you a lot as far as offensive production, that we've seen him more when other guys are not in the lineup with him and he's not necessarily deferring. Like I thought he did a great job along with the other guys in the unit uh, without Jimmy, especially in the last two fourth quarters when he wasn't playing. I was all over Spo last night on playback for not playing Jimmy until like six minutes left. And that unit did really good, and partly because of Kyle. I think he had a really strong second quarter, too. Um, 
he can't be relied upon to give you like 15 a game even at this point, but he can give you, I think, a good amount of stuff both ends of the floor. And so if he's going to be coming off the bench, I mean, you hope he's not the one guarding quickly. He probably won't be. I'm, I'm assuming it's, it, it could be Caleb, it, it could be Gabe, depending who else is in. But really, I just want to see him do a little bit more of the same because I've seen the, the defense turn up. The production overall, I think, is not going to turn up very much. But just take some more shots, I think. Take some more pull-ups. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, I think he's a little bit too conservative with that, whereas Gabe is on the other side. And no shots at Gabe. I think he, he you know, somebody has to take those shots. And I didn't even hate most of the shots he took. But I wish there was, like, a little bit of a balance where Gabe was taking just a couple less and, and Kyle a little bit more, like, Kyle needs to take some of those shots that are available to him, specifically if the big is dropping. Like Tyler, that was his job. That was Tyler's job when he was here. He's not here anymore. The Knicks allow a lot of threes. Mm. And so I think Kyle's going to need to help in that. I think he's going to need to help. One more. And as we go through this, I'm going to then pivot because I want to ask what they have to do against specific Knicks players. I'm going to give you two in one here, though. Uh, Brady, as as we go together, Max Struess and Duncan Robinson, are the roles for them going to be different in any way from what we saw in the last series? Now that we kind of know that Duncan has to play a part, whereas that was not the case going into the Milwaukee series. To start with the defensive side, I mean, they cannot give up. I think certain switches to just allow Jalen Brunson to cook. Like if there's anything that you do not want to have is Jalen Brunson being comfortable and just saying, I want this guy guarding me, I want this guy guarding me, and having Duncan and Max just on a string every time and getting to his mid-range pull-up. So that's number one. But the flip side of it is offensively, I think, to Alex's point that he was just talking about, like they're going to get certain threes up. They're going to get their looks that they want. When they run those handoffs, Duncan's going to come around a screen, and more times than not, he's probably going to have at least enough room to pull his certain shots. Max is not really as handoff heavy as Duncan, so it's a little bit different. The question is putting them next to Jimmy is kind of the specific thing. And that that's an obvious statement. But the reason I say that is to the earlier point about Jimmy, they're going to double off and they're maybe not going to double off of the maxes and Duncans of the world, but there's going to be slots where they're going to need those shots. And those little slivers of space after they send that double that they did not have in the Milwaukee series, like the Milwaukee series was off. Like I just said, in, in the reason Duncan got going is because it's off the handouts is because of off that stuff. There's going to be more stuff off the catch in this one. Like they're just 100% is they're going to have to be able to just, take that second of, of space and shoot it. And that's why as, as much as we lean and kind of pointed in the direction of Duncan, in the Milwaukee series, I think this leans in the kind of the direction of max. If I know I'm not pinning them against each other, because I think they need both of them, but I think this series leans more in max's favor because max's thing is the, the quick catch, quick shot, not caring about the contest in your face. He's going to get the shot up no matter what. And I think they need that. And, and he's kind of the guy that I think, can attack closeouts a little better and kind of get to the rim at times. And I think that's something else that can, that can work in their favor in this offense, but they're definitely going to need both of them. They're going to need their shots to fall. Like we said, the three point shooting cannot tail off. It just mm-hmm. can't like the, it's probably the most, the, these two players are probably the most key players in this series because Correct. they need to sustain what they just did to support Jimmy because it's, they don't have that hardcore second guy. that's going to get you 25 a night right now. So they're going to need this. But the other part of this, by the way, I just want to add in before we keep getting into the Knicks and Heat stuff. It's a funny dynamic because the Knicks in the regular season were like a very good offense and the defense was kind of middle of the pack to below average. And then you get to the playoffs where 
they're not even getting 200 points per game. And I know points per mm-hmm. game is not really a, a, a kind of telling stat, but they're offensive rating backs you up too. their, their right. offensive rating in the playoffs has been bad, including in the half court. Right. And I mean, they played a decent defense as well. Kind of the same structure as Miami just played with Milwaukee, but to that point, like, like there's just a lot of things that point to, if you can get hot in a game, you have that Max game. You have that Duncan Robinson game, and you score a little bit of points the way that they were just scoring this Milwaukee defense. Things look different. Like th- things aren't ending up in a clutch game. Maybe sometimes if you can kind of spray out and play that type of way. So that these two players, like to your point, are going to be pretty ideal in the series. I'm going to throw the rest of them in a hat here, Greg. I'm going to let you choose one, and then after the break, we're going to get into some specifics on some of the Knicks players. Caleb Martin, Kevin Love. Gabe Vincent, Haywood Highsmith, Cody Zeller, cast of others. I mean, I don't know who else they would actually turn to beyond that list since they don't have Oladipo and they don't have Hero. But of the list that I just gave you, who is the most important guy in this series? Who's the one they, they need the most, maybe not the most consistent contributions from, but but has got has got to play at a, at a high, high level when it matters um, for them to be able to, to advance. The easy answer is Caleb Martin, and I. But I kind of already he's entrenched in the group of players that show up in those times. So I, I'm almost past pinning it on Caleb to step up because I feel like Caleb is who he is, and we've seen that consistently now. Correct me if I'm wrong. The panel can p- please dive in. So for me, it's like when I saw Gabe Vincent do that in that game. You may not get those type because also he was being very aggressive offensively and I'm putting that lightly early in that game. And I don't know how much you can just continue to have that and spam that game over game over game, but I'd be lying. If you said you don't, you need a good dose of Gabe Vincent an efficient dose of Gabe Vincent and maybe one game where he goes off like he did in game five against Milwaukee. Like I think it's inevitable that uh, you're going to essentially need around 25, 23, 25 points from Kyle and Gabe every single game. And, um, and, and that, so that's something that I'm looking for. And that includes a big step up performance uh, for Gabe Vincent in the second round. All right. We're going to talk about the Knicks players specifically and how big of a factor each might have to be for them to advance against the heat. And again, we're going to do more nostalgia episodes and we'll do more of a direct preview as we get ready for Sunday at one o'clock, I do want to mention a great sponsor of the five reasons sports network. It's all pro construction builders go to all pro construction Our friend Danny and the crew there. We know that in South Florida hurricane season is always around the corner. Even if right now we're just getting towards may, you know, the start in August, the name storms are, are coming. Do you really want to be start to putting up shutters at that point? Although all pro construction can do that for you as well. Now, you'd rather have the storm windows, right? And you'd rather get the 10% discount if you mention five reasons. So go to allproconstructionbuilders.com. That's allproconstructionbuilders.com. You can reach out to Danny directly at 305-484-4429. That's 305-484-4429. And again, it's allproconstructionbuilders.com. They use local, uh, locally made products, American-made products, uh, and they are based right here. They're based in Miami. They service uh, all the way down in the Keys. Broward County as well, and of course, Dade. So reach out to them, allproconstructionbuilders.com. Danny's a huge Heat fan as well. I bump into him in the games uh, from time to time, and he does tend to text me during the game. Danny, just wait for the damn post-game stream. No, it's okay. Allproconstructionbuilders.com. 
uh, reach out to them today and get the impact windows and doors done. Also, I did want to mention prize picks. Use the code five F I V E get that initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. You can play more than just the NBA there. Of course we focus on the NBA, but the NFL season props are up MLB PGA. Everything's there. NHL Stanley cup playoffs. As we speak, the Panthers are still in it. You may want to play uh, Kachuk. It seems like there's a goal every game there. Go to prizepicks.com, Google Play Store, Apple App Store, and use that code five and get that initial deposit matched up to $100. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, the Knicks. Um, it's a very different team uh, than we've seen before. They they kind of have a New York feel to them, okay, which they have not in a while. Um, Brunson, Josh Hart in particular, you know, we talk about Kentucky guys with Miami. They found something with Villanova guys there. Those two guys played together in college. There's a collective toughness about that team. Um, I think you guys are talking about their offensive rating has been down. It has been. That's a little bit of a Tibbs thing in the playoffs, though, too. Um, I, obviously they'd like to be more efficient than they've been the bench. I, I know he doesn't play a bunch of them, but they have guys that have come through on the bench quickly, obviously uh, as a six man of the year candidate this year, Obi Toppin made progress uh, this season and we'll see if Randall is healthy with the ankle for game one, but he had an enormous game against the heat earlier this season. And then Jimmy kind of gave it back to him in the game after. So I'm just going to go through uh, – I'm going to go through th- uh, three different players here with you guys. Let's focus on on these three in particular. Uh, let's start with Julius Randle, Alex. What should the approach be on him? Because it's sort of like he's kind of the butt of jokes sometimes, and then he has an incredible game. I mean, he's a highly skilled player. There's no question about that. He can do a lot of different things. You can run offense through him. He can score. Uh, but then there's also some games he looks totally lost, and there's defenses – Two years ago in the playoffs, Atlanta took him totally out of it. Okay, so what do you do against Julius Randle? I'm actually really glad you came to me with this because this has been on my mind and I have talked it through with some people. It, you know, you know me, I love thinking about how matchups are going to go before they start. It's, it's you know, it's a blank slate right now. So you, we don't know exactly where Spoh is going to go with this. So I think after a lot of kind of going back and forth with myself on what they should do with Randle, um, what I do know is Brunson is a priority, right? So I'm not having the Brunson conversation right now, but what I'm saying is he's going to be, I think, the guy they focus on the most. He's their best player. Other than that, the obvious, maybe to some people, the obvious answer is bam. The problem is, like what you guys talked about already, is the death by offensive rebounds. Like they're second in the league in offensive rebound percentage. And although Kevin Love can box out if you start him, um, we saw how it, it could work against Brook. I think the Brook thing was 
particularly nice for him because even though he can really off- get offensive rebounds too, he's very slow. So I think Love can get to a position and box him out, whereas Mitchell Robinson has an athletic big. You know, Kevin Love is not going to be able to get to all of those, you know, no matter how well he knows how to box out and use his body and all that. Like Mitchell Robinson can just kind of climb over him. And so this might sound crazy, but I think I want Kevin Love matched up onto Julius Randle. And I say that because, yes, Randle's a good player. He's a skilled player. For all of that, we know his tendencies and we know he really likes to take pull-up threes. And, man, his playoff shooting is just so bad, like, whether you talk about this season, I mean, or, or the last uh, time the Knicks were in the playoffs two seasons ago, his playoff careers, uh, I mean, his field goal percentage in, in, for his playoff career is 31 and a half. The three-point shooting is also bad. And he takes half of his shots from three uh, in this playoffs. So I think you let him take a lot of those shots. You back up. It sounds crazy, but we know that that the Heat help a lot too. I think you help if he starts driving. I think you back up a little bit and you kind of force him into some of those bad tendencies um, it's not the only thing you can do, but that's um, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you start Kevin Love, right? If they start, if they go and start somebody else, then my answer changes. But if you're going with Love, Bam as a starting lineup, I'm almost just saying let that man shoot, and then send help when he drives because he can obviously um, get by Love. And I'm I'm helping off of Hart. I'm helping off of R.J. Barrett. I'm helping off of a lot of their guys. Uh, I think it really works into the Heat's game plan, and I think you keep Bam on the back line on Mitchell Robinson. So you don't die there because we know that that can go the other way very quickly with what happened in the Hawks game. I, I think you keep Kevin Love on Randall. And, you know, if he starts absolutely cooking him, you adjust it. But I don't think Randall is going to kill you with a bunch of his pull-up threes. Brady, Jalen Brunson. Game. Yeah, that's that's the main one. here. <laughs> to all of our points earlier. Like, that is the main part that you're focusing on right here, and that's why – as much as we talk about the things that Miami's done good defensively late in the fourth quarters, bam, Jimmy, their perimeter de- defense has still had major leakage at times. Like it just has. And that's what happened with, with a lot of the paint points that Milwaukee had. So to Alex's point, you're going to see a lot of helping off from wings and corners because you can get attacked all night from Jalen Brunson. It's not just that he's going to get into his pull up and drop 40. Like that's not even what it is, but if he's kind of getting the right matchup and getting into the paint, everything just comes from there and it just makes their shots so much easier on a team that could potentially have one of those nights where they just don't shoot well from three and you're just making it a lot easier on them so it's a, it's an interesting dynamic but i come back to the point and the first thing you asked me was the first name you threw at me was jimmy butler i do think and it sounds weird because you're throwing your best player that's going to play a lot of minutes and you need to literally save your entire offense for a series to guard their best player but that's where they are right now like when you're talking about the options that they have and the fact that they need to start Kevin Love because they need the rebounding, they need the size. They You could say Caleb Martin could throw in another spot, but I, I they, they want the one shooter. They need Gabe. They need a point guard in there. That's the lineup they're going to roll out with. So with that lineup, they need – I think they need Jimmy guarding Brunson. The only thing that I think that people are going to get mad at, and I think we may see it, is they could switch everything. Like they mm-hmm. could do that thing where they just absolutely switch everything Bam's on Brunson, Jimmy's fighting for his life on Mitchell Robinson, and they just kind of collectively rebound. And they just say, we're going to try to collectively rebound from everywhere and just crash the boards from all angles. Like, that is where I'm at right now, where I think we <laughs> game one could be like one of those things where the offensive rebound is so lopsided because of that reason everybody's screaming, they need to go back to drop. They need to stop switching Bam out to the perimeter. But then there's also the part of it where it could work. Like, there is the part of that they could force enough misses 
get a couple rebounds and the, the offense flows and they could look good. But Jalen Brunson's going to be, he's hard to slow down. He's, he's one of those players that is like so slow, methodical, can get to his, his shots and spots. Like not to compare it to Jimmy, but we talked to J- about Jimmy so much about getting to his spots. That's kind of the one thing that Brunson's been really good at this year is just kind of finding like the shots that he knows he can make. Uh, so that'll be an interesting dynamic. I think the matchup isn't as much Brunson versus Jimmy. It's Brunson versus Spo because I think Spo is going to be very focused on that matchup. We've seen before. Now I know the next name you're going to be thrown at. They're going to throw at, at, at Greg probably here, but we know Spo is has not been <laughs> he's not been afraid to let him cook. And when I'm talking about R.J. Barrett, like they let him just go. They let they say just go go do your thing. So they're going to be focused on those main two guys that you mentioned. All right, I am going to go to Greg on R.J. Barrett, and you know there, there's a way uh, <laughs> there's a way to approach this, and and the, the, Alex is right here as he pretends this in the chat. R.J. Barrett has cooked Greg when Tyler Hero has been on the floor, and and I, I know Heat fans want to see Tyler, and I think Tyler, I think Tyler would be great on this stage, honestly, and it's unfortunate we don't get to see him on this stage offensively, but also he was a target for the Knicks with RJ, but RJ is a target for the New York media. And that's kind of why I wanted to close with him. Cause I think in some ways he's the key to this because all hell's going to come down on him. If he doesn't play well in this series, I, I just know how the New York media works and it does feel to me like Spo recognizing that and recognizing that he can't let Brunson kind of get off is going to essentially try to make R.J. Barrett sink or swim. So will he sink or swim? I he'll get he'll have a good game, but I think ultimately what you want is some inefficient R.J. Barrett basketball, and I think that they can force him into that. But I also think that maybe he maybe he may get a little bit of the Brook Lopez treatment, where they're like, all right. I mean, RJ Barrett, that's the guy that's going to going to get you past us in the conference and, uh, you know, take you to the conference finals. Let's see it happen. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they match up initially with him. I do think that uh, he's the key for the Knicks. And you're right. Like he's the dude who New York is going to. Unless Julius Randle um, comes out and just plays awful, but he may have that injury thing that can get through him. I feel like you're right. R.J. Barrett has the has the bullseye on him. Um, I just don't know how you exploit him necessarily. Uh, it's going to be a lot more about uh, you know, like them just essentially shutting him down. And I, I I'll be interested to see who matches up. Who do y'all think is going to match up against R.J. Barrett to start a game? I think it's definitely Gabe. Like that's that's what they've le- that's what they've leaned mm-hmm. to in the regular season. Like they say, mm-hmm. RJ just go play post up basketball and try to force inefficient looks. And I think they're going to force him into that. And I think it makes sense if Jimmy's on Brunson, it makes sense. Yeah, see that that's kind of where I was heading, and so it's like a situation where maybe he's going to get to shoot it twenty one times in a game, but you just got to hope he's not you know seventeen for twenty one. Like that's what you're trying to avoid. There may be a game like that, but again, I think the Heat will live with that if that's the case. All right, we'll get into more on this series. We just kind of wanted to set the table here a little bit tonight. Um, look, if Jimmy, I, I think the other key to this series is if the if the MSG crowd tries to get under Jimmy's skin, that is a mistake. And they are going to try to do that, and that is a mistake. He's built different than the other guys that they've been able to rattle there. 
And this idea of MSG being the hardest place in the world to play. I mean, yes, it's a good atmosphere now. I've been there a lot when there's been let's go heat chance over the past 15 years, um, ever since those other series. And yes, it's going to be different than that this time. Jimmy Butler's been in tougher environments than this. He's going to be just fine. And if, if again, I think he'll be more than fine if they try to go at him too much. Okay. And look, the New York media is going to fawn all over him. He's going to go, he's going to go back at them. That's going to be as entertaining as just about anything else in this series. We'll have more coverage over the next couple of days. Uh, we want to thank everybody for the downloads and for the support. We've, we've been cracking the top 25 in, in national uh, NBA, not just an NBA basketball podcast in the entire country, including college uh, over the past uh, week or so. And among local NBA podcasts, we've been cracking the top. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts. So you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.